Hello and welcome, it's the 10th of January 2017, we're going to be giving a roundup of all of today's latest gaming news. So, to start off we're going to be talking about Xbox a little bit, um, Xbox One has a backwards compatibility program and quite a few games have just launched on there including Strenia, The Splatters, Scrap Metal, Ghostbusters, Dragon Age Origins, Battlefield Bad Company 2 and Battlefield 3 are all coming to Xbox One backwards compatibility today, which is pretty cool. Um, also, in terms of Xbox news, the brand new Xbox One controller that we talked about last week with the red colour scheme is now available and a green and orange Xbox One controller will be launching on the 20th. 4th of January, so that's just a few weeks away for that. Uh, moving on to our second story of the day, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 15 has been fairly successful, and since its launch on the 29th of November has, si has shipped 6 million units and that includes the digital copies as well um the in-game event moogle chocobo carnival will be available for a limited time from the 24th of january you should already have access to that event if you have downloaded the first dlc so pretty impressive sales statistics for final fantasy 15 and also a bit of free DLC content as well for you guys. Our next story is going to be talking about the PlayStation 4. Following on from a few similar announcements from Xbox this month. On the 24th of January we will be getting a brand new variant of the PlayStation 4. It's a glacier white console. Um, with a 500GB hard drive and also a glassier white DualShock controller. That's pretty cool, it actually looks pretty sleek and I prefer it over the, Expo uh, sorry, the uh, current PlayStation 4 console. There are a few limited editions already out there but this will be a standard option so you can either have it in white or black which is pretty cool. I like to try and include as many indie games and things like that on our channel we don't necessarily think that indie games get enough uh, coverage on media and they tend to get skipped over however there is a game called phoning home which was launched on steam greenlight last year today the developer released the game's second trailer and also announced they will be released on steam uh, on the 7th of february 2017 it looks like a really interesting game, there's loads of cool stuff. I'll leave a link down below in the description to the article about that on Jewel Shockers. And also, that's the same with all other stories. So if we do have anything else that you want to have a look at that we haven't covered in enough detail for you guys, you can check that out as well. Another story for you guys today uh, the Assassin's Creed and Batman writer Corey May, who was working with certain affinity on Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, has announced via his Facebook page that he has left certain affinity. He was only there for 
less than two years. He joined in 2015 uh, from Ubisoft and has now left. Um, he's taken up a new position with 2K. As of right now, we don't know what he's working on, but it's assumed he'll be working with one of the narrative-heavy series like Bioshock, uh, Spec Ops, Borderlands, or Mafia, possibly a new franchise that 2K may be working on. It's a shame that he's moving on, but we'll have to wait and see for what he does in the future. Next up, as you may have known over the past few weeks, there have been quite a lot of news posts about Mass Effect. Mass Effect is coming out towards the end of March, and because it's such a close release window to when the release date got announced, there's so many bits and bobs flying around the internet, and a multiplayer beta test, which was announced back in November, we'll be hearing about by the end of January, which is pretty cool news. Um, obviously, they'll be testing out servers, making sure that we have all of the latest information about uh, the beta test and things like that. So we'll be finding out by the end of this month, and it will possibly be launching towards the beginning of next month, end of this month. Not sure when they're making an announcement, but I suspect that they will announce the beta dates when they announce the details of what the multiplayer features in Mass Effect will actually include. As I just mentioned, Mass Effect is in the news a lot at the moment. Another story related towards the previous one, which is multiplayer focused. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda's multiplayer is going to be a lot more closely tied to the main game than, than Mass Effect 3 was, but they've also made it more optional. So this sounds pretty cool. I'd like to see how it's more closely tied. Does it have a kind of like narrative to it? Is there a story behind it, but a story that doesn't really affect the main storyline? I'm not sure how it works. I haven't played any of the previous Mass Effects apart from the first one. For a little bit of the first mission or so. Um, but I'm really looking forward to Andromeda. So I'll definitely be picking that up. We haven't had any information revealed surrounding the multiplayer features in Mass Effect Andromeda. So I suspect that they will be announced fairly soon. A game that's been supported fairly well over the past three, maybe four years is GTA Online. GTA Online has had a brand new car added to its variety of different vehicles and homes that you can buy and the Progen Itali GTB Custom is now available and I believe it's also the most expensive car coming in at approximately 1.2 million uh, on the Rockstar Benny's Motorworks um, store kind of thing. So that's now available from Benny's original Motorworks. It looks really fast. Reminds me of Connor Sagan. Um, so yeah, that would be pretty cool. They've also had weekly sale items. So 25% more GTA dollars on vehicle export. 20% off vehicle special warehouse renovations. 50% off grenade launchers, 25% off engine performance upgrades, 
25% off body armor, ammo, throwables, and explosive weapon ammo. And finally, 25% off all masks. And also, what was announced alongside this blog post was a brand new customization option where you can now customize your vehicles in the um, garage, which you can add onto one of your hotel kind of like company properties which sounds pretty cool i've not touched gta really for quite a while now um i've popped in every now and again i've not really played it recently but they it's nice to see that they're still supporting the game uh even so long down the line like it was released in september 2013 so yeah it's pretty cool that they're still supporting it but uh content is running a little bit dry if you're a Twitch broadcaster or enjoy watching Twitch and uh, want to meet some of your favourite creators, TwitchCon 2017 has been confirmed and officially announced today by Twitch. It will be running from the 20th to 22nd of October and will be taking place in the Long Beach Convention and Entertainment Centre in the suburbs of Los Angeles. It's a pretty cool show, loads of Twitch creators getting together with fans, a few game announcements, loads of competitions and meet and greets and things like that. So if you're up for that kind of thing, TwitchCon has officially been confirmed and start saving up to get some tickets because from memory they sell out pretty quickly and also are fairly expensive. But it's the third show, so it's pretty good. It's still going, and last year was probably one of the biggest shows yet for something of this type. Like, there were quite a few reveal streams. It was packed from what you could see on the Twitch live streams. Loads of music greets and looked really cool. So, yeah. TwitchCon 2017 confirmed for October. If you remember our show from the other day, you may remember that Halo had a Megabox type game in development and Microsoft has actually come and confirmed that that game was in development by the uh, Halo director Bonnie Ross. It was pre uh, codenamed Hagger and was in development as an exploratory project that never went past the prototype stage. This was available, f uh, this was prototyped on Xbox 360 and was quite a few years ago. As you can see in the gameplay which was released a few a uh, few days ago, it contained elements of action, exploration and user creativity. So it looked like a cool prototype but there were lots of fun ideas and inventions behind it but nothing will be happening anytime soon. It was in development with the now shut down studio Endspace and is one of several Halo games apparently that were prototype but never released. So yeah, if you do want to read more about that, um, I will leave the link down below in the description to the article on GameSpot. So a patch note has been released for Pit People. Pit People will be launching on early access programs on Xbox and Steam on January the 13th, so not too far away, and they've added quite a few bug fixes, they've moved around some bits of the UI, 
uh, added new customization options, moved menus about, changed music, added music. So they've done quite a few significant changes in this patch. Not many people will have been able to get their hands on it just yet, but it's nice to know what has changed since they originally uh, have had some content for the game released and things like that. So, moving on to another story. Gears of War 4 is getting loads of new content in its January update. There's a brand new map coming through which is called Blood Drive and Clock Tower. Both of those will be coming through as reimagining for Gears of War 4. They're originally taken from Gears 2 and Gears 3. So it's pretty cool that they're having new maps coming through, reinvented, new features. They've been working through uh, new community features like uh, quit penalties and things like that, matchmaking improvements, spectator mode improvements, loads of cool stuff coming in this patch with a few new Series 2 collection stuff. So they've got animated weapon sets coming through, static weapon skins coming as well, loads of in-game cards, and in fact, 280 in-game cards, that's quite a lot, wow. Um, so yeah, do check out the update, I believe it's launching today, or coming soon, a few new enhancements to the season pass as well. Our final story for the day, for Honor, the medieval sword fighting game, which is running on a peer-to-peer -peer network, which quite a few people were worried about, is going to be having a closed beta. Now, this is running from the 26th of January until the 29th of January, and you will be able to play on PS4, Xbox One, or PC. You'll be able to try out the three factions and engage in a brutal combat online. The worrying thing about this is that the game launches on February the 14th and this is going to be a closed beta so it probably means no gameplay will be released. It means that servers won't be tested as much because they're not open for anybody to play the game and it's slightly worrying bearing in mind the status that some people have seen the gameplay in recently on YouTube, but there are other rewards that people will get for participating in the beta and you can still sign up for registration. If you do want to take part, um, you'll receive a code to play the game. So yeah, there's a link down below in the description to all of the articles covered in today's show. I hope you found it useful and if you do have any questions, any suggestions on improvements for the show, or anything like that, do let us know on Twitter at OfficialGMYT, or you can also let us know on our Discord server, which will be linked down below in the description. If you want to support the channel, you can through Patreon. It's not compulsory, but it would be greatly appreciated if you do so. So that's all of the stuff that we've got for you today. It's the 10th of January, 2017. And we'll be seeing you in tomorrow's episode.